Welcome to CEO on the Go, the show about personal and professional growth for busy leaders like you. I'm Gail Lance, and I'm here to help you think differently, solve big problems, and inspire change. It's tough to do on your own and even with a team, but it is possible. So let's get started. Season's greetings. I'm keeping this episode short since it's airing just before Christmas. Of course, I try to keep them short anyway, but it is a busy time of year with a lot of expectation about what you think that you should be doing, um, pressure that you might put on yourself or that others may be putting on you. It can create a lot of stress and mixed emotions. So I just wanted to encourage you to celebrate in whatever way works for you, whether you're with family, friends, or maybe you're just um, spending some time on your own. Doesn't matter. There's so much pressure to do things perfectly during this season in particular, the right way to wrap packages, the right way to entertain, the right way to create holiday cards or set the table or do tablescaping as my mom always does. She always makes the dinner table look so festive and beautiful. One of my favorite Christmas memories with my mom was when she made my sister and me create holiday decorations for our mailboxes. We were adults with our own families and had gone together to visit my parents. And while we were there, my mom unexpectedly pulled out a lot of supplies in the garage, supplies that were needed to make bows and greenery. She had holly. She had this oasis, that green spongy stuff that you poke holes in, uh, pine cones, some wire, everything you needed to create a beautiful swag for your mailbox. She really wanted us to have holiday swags for our mailboxes. So we were kind of trapped down there in the garage for a while, reluctantly making our new decorations for the mailboxes. It was really important to mom. And so we appreciated that. And it was really a nice touch to have during the holidays. And there were some years when my sister and I just couldn't put a nice decoration on our mailboxes. We just didn't have time or energy to do it. So mom made them for us. She used to swing by our homes and secretly place the holiday swag on our boxes. They would just magically appear. We called her the holiday swag fairy. It was really important to her. And I think that that was part of what her idea of perfection was for the holidays. But you know, there's no perfect way to do anything. The best way is your way. And as I reflect on the season, I'm reminded of the seasonality of everything, seasons in nature, you know, the the winter that we're in now, soon it will be spring, summer, fall, seasons in life, seasons in sports, seasons in school, seasons in business, when you're planting seeds, nurturing, harvesting. You know, I listened to a really interesting presentation recently by Roger Hamilton. He's the creator of Wealth Dynamics. And he was talking about seasonality in terms of wood, fire, earth, steel, and water. You know, there are times when we have to grow, then glow, then slow, then know and flow. And he elaborated on all of that. He went so far as to say that you might consider having different spaces for each of those kind of seasons, if you will. For example, wood, that's called the dynamo space, where you would want to find a space where you can brainstorm ideas and be creative and not worry about the details. And then fire, that's what he calls the blaze space. That's where you engage with people and you're communicating with them, creating space for conversation. It could be by email or phone or in person. 
And then the next space he calls tempo space, that's the earth analogy, where you become calm and grounded. Another space he described was the steel space. That's where you do look at the details and how you're going to get things done. And you um, try not to be interrupted during that time because you're more focused on the, the specifics that you're trying to create. And then finally, water is the spirit space. And that's where you can create a space where you can be reflective and breathe and be inspired. So whatever that looks like to you, but thought I would pass that along as uh, perhaps a new idea for you to consider, especially as you're thinking about ways that you want to improve or try some new ideas out in the new year. So it was just a, a different way to look at how we go through different phases and why they're important to acknowledge so that you can know where you are. It was a, a helpful reminder to pay attention to this season that you're in. It doesn't necessarily coincide with the calendar seasons that we're used to throughout the year. You know, you might think of winter as a time when things are dormant, you know, or kind of dying, but winter may actually be a time of growth for you, while another season, spring, may be a time of rest. So this applies to your life and your business cycles. One of the takeaways was that sometimes you think you're not getting the results that you want because of something that you're doing or that you're not doing, but it could simply reflect the season that you're in. You're just not paying attention to it. In a recent episode, I mentioned the difficult season that I'd been through when my dad was so sick years ago. And in retrospect, I could see that I was in a season of mourning, uh, some kind of anticipatory grief. So trying to push myself to do more in the business at the time, even though I was trying to do that, it just didn't make sense. It was futile. Seasons pass. So know that whatever season you're in or think you're in, it will pass. We're not all in the same seasons at the same time. So don't compare yourself to other people or other businesses. They may be in a different season. Actually, don't compare yourself to anyone anyway, period. So also thinking about seasons, I thought about the word season. Another meaning for season is to heighten or improve flavor. Now, I'm sure for those of you who know I don't cook or I don't cook well, that that's kind of ironic that I'm bringing up season in that context. I think imperfection is the spice of life, that it should flavor everything that you do. I see too many leaders and clients obsessing over details that don't really matter. They're being too hard on themselves when things don't go according to plan, if they have a plan. High achieving types especially want to get everything right. And I'm not saying that you should deliberately mess up everything you do or to do subpar work on purpose. I'm just suggesting that you accept that imperfection will always be there regardless. So the more you can acknowledge and accept it, the less you'll push against it. The inability to accept imperfection is actually what slows you down. And I've had to accept a lot of imperfection with this podcast as an example. Sometimes the sound has been off. Sometimes my mic wasn't working right or I didn't use the right settings. Sometimes there are typos in the show notes or blog posts. So yes, little details make a big difference, but it depends on the big difference that you really want to make. And I'm clear about my intention to serve. So if you're stressing about something, ask yourself, is this really important in the big picture? Revisit your intention and the bigger vision. I would argue that leaders who get best results accept imperfection because they're focused on that bigger vision or mission. You hear the phrase progress over perfection a lot, I'm sure, but it's worth internalizing. And I'll add another kind of mantra that you might want to tuck away. It's about connection not perfection. The theme of building connection and relationships was so beautifully expressed by CEO Troy Hayes in the previous episode that I just did 
called Building a Business and Relationships That Matter. So you might want to listen to that one if you missed it. So those are my quick thoughts for today. I hope that you can develop a taste for the season or seasoning of imperfection and that you can help your team members do the same. I know that it's contrarian advice, but most of what you hear is, you know, trying to push your team and and hold them to high standards. And it's not that you can't do that. The ideas are not mutually exclusive, but you're not striving for perfection. You're striving for results. So accept that imperfection is an inevitable part of the process. Serve up some compassion during the holidays to complement the seasoning of imperfection. By that, I mean showing compassion for yourself and for other people. In fact, if you can't be self-compassionate, you can't show compassion to other people. And that's what they need most right now. I hope you're enjoying the holidays in your own imperfect way. Don't tell my mom. I still don't have anything on my mailbox this year, but I'm okay with that. I hope you are too. Thanks for listening. Happy holidays. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.